Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for March 19th, 2023. It is the fourth Sunday in Lent. Join in our call to worship. Scripture is full of questions. Where are you? Am I my brother's keeper? Whom shall I send? Who do you say that I am? Who sinned? How many times shall I forgive? If God is for us, who can be against us? Scripture is full of questions, so just like those in our scriptures, may we bring our full curiosity and wonder into this space. Let us ask and seek after our merciful God. Let us pray. God, we could listen to Scripture like we listen to the news, or we could cocoon ourselves in your word, and it could change us entirely. So bundle us up. Give us the good news. We want to know you. With hopeful hearts we pray. Amen.
Let us pray. God of judgment and mercy, we draw near to you and pray that you will draw near to us. Hear our confession. Our hands need cleansing, for they have participated in systems of injustice and violence. Our hearts need purifying, for they have been wooed by the power and hatred of the world. God of mercy, hear our prayers for healing and restoration. As the cross looms before us, may we walk in the pathway of Jesus, who took on our brokenness, yet pointed in hope toward your promise of new life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our scripture today is John 9, 1-42. As he walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is not this the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. 
They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind, but we do not know how it is that he now sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been blind, and they said to him, Give glory to God, we know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Here is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to the one who worships him and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born entirely in sins, and are you trying to teach us? And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. 
Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains. Seeking. Who sinned? Who sinned? asked his disciples. Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? It's a fair question if you believe, as ancient people did, that the universe works this way. But I am not sure most of us would ask such a question. Even though we long for the wicked to get their comeuppance, we know that God does not shoot instant lightning bolts from his fingers and smite those whom we decide deserve punishment. We know through experience that bad things happen to good people. We can see that often the wicked prosper. And God isn't keen on telling any of us the reasons for any of it. There are so many perspectives in this story. First, the disciples wondering why. Then, Jesus seeing an opportunity to bring light and sight to one who has known only darkness and blindness. Then, the neighbors not believing their own eyes. Is this the man born blind? Yes, no, or someone like him? Then the Jewish leaders, seeing their authority shaken by one who can do such miracles, surely this man has a demon, surely he is a sinner. Then the formerly blind man's parents, frightened horribly by the Inquisition, yes, this is our son, yes, he was born blind, now he sees, but we do not know how. He is of age, ask him. Then the formerly blind man himself. I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. Then, even more boldly under cross-examination, Here is an astonishing thing, he tells the Pharisees. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to one who worships him and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Then the Pharisees drove him out of the synagogue. Brothers and sisters, who sinned? Is it easy to see, or does Jesus have to spell it out now as then? Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment so that those who do not see may see and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin, but now that you say, We see, your sin remains. Who sinned? The Pharisees held all the power in those days and in that place. Nicodemus came at night because he feared that power. The neighbors and the blind man's parents would not testify to what they knew to be true because they feared that power. 
Only Jesus and the man he healed were unafraid. And when the healed man was driven from the synagogue, Jesus found him. Jesus took him in. Who sinned? Let me tell you a couple of short stories. Maybe you can find the answers. 1. I was at exercise class the other day, and some of the middle-aged women in the pool were commenting on the lifeguard's swimming suit. One said, well, he is a little left of center. Who sinned? 2. A friend of mine was finding pulpit supply for a small local church. She asked a woman she knew to have had a profound conversion experience to speak. The church leaders turned her down, citing as reasons that this woman had been on drugs and was once part of a motorcycle gang. Who sinned? How many times are we guilty of such sins ourselves? Do we see others as humans worthy of our love and care, or do we see them as beings lesser than ourselves? Look at the stories we have heard so far in this series. Jesus, the Outsider. Nicodemus, the Outsider. The Samaritan Woman, the Outsider. The Man Born Blind, the Outsider. Where do we find ourselves in this story? Are we the disciples wondering why? Are we the neighbors? not quite trusting the evidence of our eyes and ears? Are we the man's parents frightened to bear witness to what we know to be true? Are we Jesus, showing compassion, speaking truth to power, taking in the outsider? Or are we the Pharisees deciding who is in and who is out? There are none so blind as those who refuse to see. I will close with the poem Beginning to See by Andrew King. Judging, condemning, and fixing blame, things we like to do, but not why Jesus came. Who sinned, this man, parents, the disciples ask, as if pinning blame is the crucial task. But the crucial task, according to Christ, is to heal the afflicted, to bring sight to blind eyes and give new strength to the weak, new beginnings to life where only the bleak shadows of death once had been. Maybe spend less time deciding who's at fault and end debates about sin. Better to worry, Jesus says, about doing good. Hurry to help while it's day, for that is God's work and God's way. So he takes clay, the dirt from which we are made, spits, makes mud, applies the raw mixture to the born blind man's eyes, has him wash, and the beggar is made new. He sees. Imagine the dazzle of hue and shape and texture, miraculous song of color of movement, the faces long guessed at now plain, the world reborn for him. Some things still take time to become less dim, like the blindness of prejudice in those who knew him, but see how the beggar grows in boldness and faith. 
and inspiration to all who know that the new creation is often grown into a bit at a time. Jesus brings us new sight, new heart and mind, but sometimes it's slowly we understand and don't always have all answers at hand. Yet this man responds to Christ when he calls, which is what God seeks from us most of all. And I am blind clay, unable to see, until you, O Lord, remud, remake me. Let us pray. God of truth, as Jesus healed the blind man, we ask you to heal us. Open our eyes to see ourselves honestly, to see you clearly, to see your world as you would have us see it. In Jesus' name, amen.
receive the benediction. As you leave this place, may God bless you with seeking. Seek out the hungry, seek the weary, seek the good in every person you pass. Seek out the hopeful, seek the faithful, seek God in each of us. As you seek and as you wonder, may you find what you are looking for. In the name of our loving God who is always seeking us, go now in peace. Amen.